Hey, I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method. That's truth, love, and community. So whether coaching corporate or individual clients and giving individual and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.4cc.net or give us a call at 803-457-5413. Once again, this is Jay Little, and I'm with Ford Counseling and Consulting. Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. It's the RIP 28 <laughs> Podcast. I am your humble host, Slider Sports Guy. I'm joined by a few of my good friends, a few of my good friends. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends can get together and we can talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them here on the RIP 28 Podcast. We like to start things off in the top left. We got the doc. What's going on, Dr. J? Hey, what up, what up, what up? Ain't nothing nothing happening Thursday afternoon. About to kick it, get a show in, and see what they, see everybody talking about today. Well, he's starting off wrong. We don't like to give he's the actual evil, date. We don't actually like to give the time we do the podcast. <laughs> Who knows when we're going to release it? Now they know we recorded it on Thursday. Thank you. Hey, my bad. Thank you very edit, much. Edit his ass. Edit the corner steps. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, We're we going to have to do that in the post edit. Yeah, you got to edit his ass. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> in the bottom, in the bottom left, we got the educators, educator. What's going on, LBZ? Man, it's BZ the great, the educators, educator. Here to educate your wine, ignorant ass on a few things. <laughs> Please. But let's get it, man. <laughs> Please, please educate this fool. Please, please educate him. Oh God, we we gonna figure stuff out on the Rip Twenty Eight podcast. We gonna we gonna eventually. We gonna get it right, y'all. We just out. had off one year, so y'all pipe it down. We year we, two is 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 just coming with some doozies. Start with Jawan. The doc. Go. We gonna get them straight. All it's right. I would like to say a special <laughs> guest, but she ain't a special guest no more. She's a regular. She is the one. She is the the moral compass of the RIP 28 <laughs> podcast, the one who keeps us together, the one and only Miss Rishana C. What's going on, Carl? It's that in the building. What's happening? Man, we're happy to have you here. Happy to have you here. It's been a while. You done been gone. It's the longest we ain't, we ain't have you on. It's been about over a month, ain't it? Uh, yeah, it has been. You hadn't called me last minute in a long time. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, hold, hold, Sean. You're getting too up with it. You don't do it without us like that, Sean. Oh, my man, we got to edit that out, too. We, we got to edit that. That's why we put you on pause, you know. We put you on pause. You try to get a little too big for your britches, you know. I know. You, you know what I'm saying? Y'all been hanging out? God, dog. You know, she done got on the show. She done increased her Twitter following and stuff, getting getting behind us. Her IG followers went up because we all worldwide. We did prove that to her the last time. She I mean, you said it. I don't know if you proved it, but you said it. We showed you the stats. You need me to pull the stats up again? No, hey, women lie, men lie, podcast lie. But say that little don't. piece of paper. Say the that numbers piece of paper. don't. <laughs> the numbers don't, Shana. The proof is in the pudding. Follow you me, Cobb's Child, on Twitter. Cobb's Child. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, it is a lot going on out in the world today, man. We won't sit down. We won't talk about a couple of things, man. A couple of things we want to get into. But, uh, oh, man, I got to get this booty picture Bron just sent in our text. We got to get rid of Boy, that you the reason Michael Vick went to jail. Oh, my bad. I'm pulling a Dre. Am I pulling a cheap <laughs> They get stitches, Fly. Hey, they get hey, stitches. Hey, boy, you did it. You did it on air. You can't do that. Oh, my bad. My bad, man. My bad. I'm, I'm, a, 
I'm out here snitching. Oh, well. But one thing we want to get into, man, a lot of stuff going on in the world, a lot of stuff going on in the world. One of the big things, you know, all us being former athletes, you know, all us uh, being involved in the sports world, um, the NCAA has just did something called the NIL. I don't really know what that means or stands for, but it means that the kids can get paid. For their name, image, and likeness. Oh, you I go. guess that's what, NIL. That's what that stands for. Name, image, and license. Wow, okay. Likeness. 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 What did I just say? Likeness. 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 Same thing, man. You know, it's, it's, my, right, it's my southern southern dialect. Twain. You the that's reason what... we couldn't get paid when we was in school playing ball, Sly. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Well, I needed them $100 handshakes. <laughs> Uh, I went uh, to I went to Kentucky. It wasn't no hundred dollar handshakes where I was at. It was he was like, "Good job, boy. Go and get to, go to that cab. Go we to the hold the cab open thirty minutes uh, longer for you. Exactly, oh, exactly. Yes, well, at least they held it for you. Uh, well, anyway, anyway, now uh, the kids are um, you know college athletes. Now they can go and make money off of their name. So I guess at one point in time, um, the rule was, you know, you couldn't go out and go and advertise for McDonald's, I guess. You couldn't, uh, McDonald's couldn't buy your, you know, use your name and sell a hamburger or something like that. But now I guess McDonald's can, or, or I guess the rule was before, and now this is something I didn't know. This is something I, I thought was untrue, but before, like, let's say if you were a, quarterback and you wanted to hold personal quarterback lessons you could actually do that but you couldn't do it you couldn't in your advertisements you couldn't wear your university uniform you couldn't have your university name and you couldn't do it on any university property and you could only charge a rate that was comparable to um, whatever the the going prices were, so you couldn't say I'm having the LeBron quarterback camp and charging each kid ten thousand dollars. You couldn't do that. <laughs> See, I, I didn't know that. I I thought you just couldn't make money off your name. That's all. what I thought too. I thought that as well. I thought if you used your name in any way, you couldn't be paid for it, for you would lose your um, amateur status. Mm. Well, wow, that's that's, that's what a- I thought. That's what I thought. It's, it's always rules, and it's always just the way you navigate around the rules. People do that all the time, though. So but that's interesting, though. But you know why that rule was there, though? Why that navigation was around, man? And I, I, I'm gonna be the one to say it. People don't want to say it, but I'm gonna be the one to say it. The rule was there and worded in that particular way for the athletes who played other sports. You know, what I'm saying if you played tennis. You want to give private tennis lessons? You could go to the country club with Biffy and Buffy, and go and uh, give private tennis <laughs> lessons for Biffy and Buffy. But Biffy and Buffy. But Jerome couldn't go to the local gym and go and give Malik shooting lessons. You know he ain't. You know Malik wasn't gonna he, pay. He for could go lessons. to the gym. He couldn't use the school's gym. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know how that was set up. That was set up to to hold. To hold my people back. That's what I believe. Set up to hold my people back. So is, is there any stipulations on this rule? Like, so they can make money off their, you know, their name and likeness and stuff like that. But so they get that money while they're in school or that money goes into like some kind of trust. So the way it's, may I, Sylvester? Oh, you can may talk. I? You can talk. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, I'm modern, baby. I'm modern. My women can talk. Even when oh, you're not okay, in the kitchen, you. even you. when you're not oh, in the kitchen, you, you can talk. Thank you. If you got barefoot too, don't do this. Don't do this to one in front of all these people. Don't do this in front of all your, all just, your just, listeners. Just, <laughs> so, hey, shade, shade will get you muted around here too. Now, I heard it. Go ahead. So, so Juwan, the way. Okay, let me step back. So, several states have said over the course of the past 12 months, we are going to implement legislation that says our students who are enrolled at schools in our state can earn money off their name, image, or likeness. Now, 
there aren't, it, it wasn't done federally, but several individual states have implemented that. So what the NCAA did, what the, the board of directors ultimately approved is in states where there aren't currently legislative um, jurisdiction that says, here's how a student can earn off their name, image, or likeness, we will have, the NCAA will have a policy that says you can get, um, you can engage in activities that earn you money off your name, image, and likeness that are consistent with, um, if there is a state law, that's consistent with the state law. So whatever the state says, you know, you can earn up to this amount or you can do it in this manner. And then where there aren't pieces of legislation that you can do it without violating NCAA policy. So um, you can use professional services. So I don't know how closely y'all have been following this, but there are several now companies that say, will be your, for lack of a better term, will be your, um, will be a representative in this area and we'll go out and find you opportunities to earn money off your name, image, and likeness. Mm. And then what we said is that students have to report this to their school. So what this essentially does is for folks who are doing on-campus compliance, like I used to do back in the day, now they're having an additional layer of monitoring because if, if Sylvester, my, you know, my left tackle, decides that he wants to now advertise for Joe's Pool Hall. Joe's Pool Hall says, we're going to give you some money to say, I'm sly, you know, number 95, come to Joe's Pool Hall. Now, as the on-campus compliance administrator, I have to make sure they aren't overpaying you, right? I got to make sure that they're on the up and up of what they're giving you to represent this, this pool hall. So essentially, anybody who's a student athlete can now represent a company, an entity, and say, yep, because Shauna is a student athlete, you know, I'm a, I'm a star sprinter and y'all want me to advertise for y'all. I can do that now and I can make money off that. So up until July 1, this was something that wasn't permissible. So what we've seen is there are student athletes who've now, you saw Master P's son yeah. signed a $2 million contract <laughs> with, a, with an up and coming, I think it's an IT company to say, yep, I'm gonna be the face of this IT company and I'm gonna make this money by representing them. He'll probably put it in a social media feed, right? Everything's in social media. But now these young people can use their name to advertise. So if you think back way many years ago, Jeremy Bloom, who was a football student athlete at Colorado, Colorado. Mm -hmm. and he was also a skier. And he was trying to earn money as a to get endorsements for skiing. And what happened was our the NCAA rules wouldn't allow him to do both. And so he had to choose between, right? There was Michael Jordan's son who played at UCF who said, I want to use my name for this. He was Air Jordan, H-E-I-R. That's clever. <laughs> That's clever. He was Air Jordan. And he wanted to earn money off of being Air Jordan, but using his name. Because if you if we don't see you and know who you are, uh, Jordan's son, we're, we're not going to give you money, right? So I need my name to make this money. There are, there's a, you know, you can go through a litany of names of student athletes in the past who either had to choose, I'm going to go with marketing myself to do whatever this is that I'm doing, or I want to be a student athlete. And now they don't have to make that choice. So it's no cap at all. So no. it can make nope. that. Well, so, so here's the thing. That's going to be interesting. There's no cap. <laughs> But let's be real, what people are focusing on are the, the high profile student athletes, right? Yeah. So you're, you're talking about, say we go back to last season, we're talking about the Trevor Lawrence's, the Justin Fields, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the Matt Jones. Okay, what are they going to get? Nobody talking about the third string kicker. Like who wants <laughs> to use the third string yeah. kicker and have him advertise for their business or whatever have you. Or what about the women's soccer players or the women's field hockey players? Well, check this, check this but though. They, but they have the opportunity to do it too, where in the past nobody can do it. Well, here's the thing was going to blow your mind. You say the third string kicker, but I remember one time it was a brother um, a couple of years ago. What did a brother like at UCF or something who was a kicker? Jordan had, Tech had the little short and stocky kicker. But he had like he had like a million followers or something on Instagram and and he couldn't make money off of Instagram. So you don't have to be a star. Well, I mean being a star helps. Being a star helps. But in this uh modern media, you know, with Instagram and everything like that, man, if you got you a huge 
a huge uh, internet following, you know, you can be a scrub. And especially now when it comes to women, when it comes to women, I know it's like two twins or something, two, two white chicks. Not, not, two not huh? That would be four. Not well, two twins. That shut, would the, be four. shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> it was a pair of twins. Wait a minute. A pair, a pair of twins. Like a day after it was, everything was made legal. They were like at uh, Madison Square. Or what's that? Uh, the big place in New York. The um. MSG. Yeah, they they had their name on the big bulletin boards and all of that, man. And you know, nobody knew who the hell they were unless you were, you know, Instagram followers and stuff like that. So. So what some schools have done is said, we're gonna help you student athletes build your brand. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make money off your name, image, and likeness, let's make sure you're doing it in the right way, right? That means they're so gonna we'll, get a cut. We'll help you. No, no, because it's I'm no, signing. That's, 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 I'm that's, not that's, signing the University of. And, and hold even, on. I don't think they would do that because even I'm, I'm gonna get you to come to my school by saying, "Hey, I'm gonna help you build your brand." Right? Yeah. So, uh, yep. It's just another. So, so a lot and of Division One schools. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry, I'm sorry, Sean. Go ahead, baby. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. You got it. I was just saying it looks good for that school too. Mm-hmm. Let's say if I'm at uh, whatever college and I get these number of athletes that are excelling in the NIL, what do you think is going to happen with these new and up and coming recruits? That's mm. another notch for Alabama, Clemson, Oregon, and whoever it may be. Yeah. I, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. It's good they're able to make money, but. <sighs> Is it going to take away from them being able to focus on playing the sport? That part. And I want to know who's helping them make sure they got the tap, tax implications all down. Because yes. oh, you, you're making this money. Y'all got to pay taxes on this money. We're going to have 17, 18, 19-year-olds with uh, tax, eva- tax evasion. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's going to make it yeah i would say they should take that money and put in a trust and once they graduate they get that money i don't think they should be having that everybody money ain't gonna graduate Jawan. doctor doctor well King, once they leave school graduate. graduate leave school you know but you know look, what i mean but check this out um, they, they still have ahead. the money though right so once they leave school graduate or whatever they do they still have the money but it doesn't mess with their focus because having a lot of money and still be able to focus on getting better and working on your craft it's very hard and it's only certain kids are be going to be special enough to do that um, especially if you don't have a support system around you right yeah. so you're talking about kids who might be from a background where they they don't have that support and it's oh i got all this money now they're blowing money they're not thinking about the tax implications they're not you know they got hangers on and, and I'm dealing with all of this. And if you don't have somebody around you who's saying, let me help you to make sure you're setting yourself up to, to get this money in perpetuity, even it, it's a, you know, it's a slippery slope. But, but here, here's one thing I think, think about, go ahead. Here's one thing I think everybody's kind of missing out on. Um, you saying, you know, all this money is going to be flooded into college sports and everything like that. But it's, we're only talking about the top 5%. We're only talking about, you know, the kids going to, going to a power five. And, and here's my thing with, like with a lot of sports, it's basically going to be football. It's going to be football and probably women's basketball. Those will be your top earners because men's basketball, the kids who can really, really make money off of their They don't name, stay around long enough. They yeah. Long yeah, they're they're not even gonna go to college anymore. They're gonna go to the uh to the G League. They're gonna go to G League. So. Well, overseas is another route for them. Yeah. Now. So the kids who yeah. can really like a uh, uh, Zion Williamson, if he, if he was coming out this year, he wouldn't go to Duke. He would go to the G League. You know, he would go to the G League. And so so basketball is is gonna be even a smaller percentage. Football, you gotta play three years or until you're 21 before you can go to the uh, NFL. So football. And baseball's, an, baseball's another sport. Baseball's yep. another. So if you don't go out of high school, you mm-hmm. have to stay at least, what, three years to in baseball. So yep. that's another sport. Yeah. And so so with football, now you're going to see those. You, the SEC's going to have a problem. The ACC, gonna, maybe not the ACC besides Clemson, you know, but. No. So Miami. <laughs> yeah, Miami. Oh, Miami, article, yeah. They had a. 
they have a, a gym who said, we're going to give every scholarship student athlete $500 a month. Mm-hmm. If you, if you pub our gym, yeah. y'all, y'all pub us, we're going to give y'all $500 a month. Every student athlete who's on scholarship. And see, hey, just think about this. Go ahead. Think about this. Just to Jawan's point, he's saying the money that the money that they're making may take their focus. How about those that are broke? You don't think they lack focus wondering if the calf clothes I can't eat? How do I get this? How do I get these needs if they don't have the money? Yeah, but you so, can, you can easily uh, take that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Juwan, go ahead. Yeah, but uh, you can easily take that money, put in the trust, and give them enough money to be able to to do the little things that they need to do, but not make them instant millionaires. And I think that. So more like it's a not, conservatorship. It's yeah. not going to be. I'm going to say, you trying you to keep, give them a stipend. You keep talking about instant millionaires, and I'm telling you, it's not going to be an instant millionaire. Master P son is the exception to the rule. Master, nobody's going to sign for He's these for, several, not million dollar the contracts. Quarterback Bo Nix, how much was Bo Nix's contract? It wasn't a million dollars. Oh, I don't know. Somebody Google it now because we got hey, the internet. Hey, it's just starting. <laughs> it's just starting. Let's wait. Wait and see. But and see. but but see, my thing is. The million-dollar contracts, those are the exceptions to the rule. You're going to see a lot of $50,000 contracts. You're going to see a lot of, you know, maybe 100 maybe 200 But I'm going to tell you who's going to I mean, make- the, the, the young man that's the quarterback at Miami, Derek King, mm-hmm. I think they said he'll get $20,000 with all of the deals that he's put together. Yeah. You know? So okay. several, several different entities, and they said total, it's about $20,000 a year. I want you who who you who you're gonna notice and people and, and I hadn't expounded on this but I said it twice women's basketball the way uh, Instagram is now with some of these girls especially the girls in high school and um, who, who who are coming in they have five hundred thousand followers eight hundred thousand followers on Instagram now they're already cash cows to advertise I mean to companies. Some of these, some of these young girls, and, and bas- i would say basketball too. But I still believe the guys who are good enough to make any money in basketball and to have that following—they're not going to be in college anyway. I think it's yeah. this, that's where building your brand comes in. Mm-hmm. So these people who have put in programs about building your brand, because it doesn't matter how good at your sport you are if no. you got followers, if mm-hmm. you got people who like your content. So yep. your content is creative. Your content draws people in. You can be the fifth string on the, you know, field hockey team. You can be the squash player. But if you've got the content and you've got the followers, people will pay you because that's what happens. Yep. So, man, I'm telling I'm telling you, man, I don't I don't think you're going to see multi break your bank, break the bank contracts. But you're going to have some kids. They're going to be all right. <laughs> be I, all think right. What's, I, I think what's interesting is, you know, you've got to say you take um, – you take basketball with, you know, 13 scholarships, 15 scholarships, depending on men's and women, and you've got some who are here and some who aren't. And, and you know, Juwan talks about perfecting your craft and wanting to still focus on your, on your sport. Like, how do you handle that as a coach when your team is divided like that, right? No. Or you got scholarships in football and everybody wants to give your money to your, your skill positions, right? Your DBs, your wide receivers, your quarterback, you, those gonna, your running backs, those going to get the money. But what about your linemen, you know, and those folks who are in the trenches? Like, how do you handle that as a coach? But see, here's the thing. Division if, among the team. If you're a quarterback, if you're a quarterback, and, and hopefully a quarterback has the right guidance around him, and he says, hey, man, look here, I'm getting, you know, like let's say you're an 18-year-old quarterback, you end up starting – at at uh university in Miami. You start at Miami and you're getting this money coming in. You you're getting a hundred thousand dollars worth of contract coming in to you. Now, if I'm that quarterback, I'm gonna go and talk to the top five offensive linemen in the nation and say, Hey brother, hey, I need you to come to Miami. I need you here to protect me. And that offensive lineman, well, why would I go to Miami? I don't want to go to Miami. You know, I don't Miami ain't nothing for me. But he says, Look, I got this business paying me $20,000. Ain't nobody going to pay an 18-year-old offensive lineman a dollar, all right, because you're you, you, you a nobody. 
but I'm going to get this business to give you $10,000. I'm going to get this other business to give you $5,000. I'm going to get this other business. I'm going to get this gym that's going to give you $500 a month. Now, if you are a good people person, you a good talker, you a good game spitter at 19 years old or whatever, then you can bring, you can help your program by bringing in some more studs because you can let them know, hey, we're going to get you some money to come over here. But not not only that, if they can't get their money, let's say you my big pulling guard, Sly. If I want you there, guess what I'm going to tell you? I'm getting a contract, but we mm-hmm. all going to eat. Exactly. When we go out, I'll make sure you're good. Jawan, you're my skilled wide receiver. When we go out or you, you need those new cleats or new, not cleats, but Jordans you want, I'll take care of that for you. You just come on to Miami or USC or wherever, and through my contract, we are all eating. Mm-hmm. That's what the smart kid would do. I can't get you a contract, but I can allow you to eat and do more than you more than you will be able to do on my contract. That's where the guidance comes in, right? Because yes, yes, you don't yes, necessarily ma'am. expect an 18 or 19 year old to, to figure that out out, out the rip. Right. That's what that's what that comes into what you were saying, Miss um, Cobb. Those around them, telling them, giving them that guidance, making sure. So there, are, there are schools now. There are schools now who are creating positions that they're so one of their 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 primary responsibility is managing this name, image, and likeness. So mm. I'm gonna create this position and say, and also remember, this is also divisions two and three. So these are smaller schools. These are schools who you don't historically think about student athletes who are, you know, when people think the highest level, they tend to think division one, but there are division and two and division three programs that are really good. Like there are division three swimming programs that have won national championships year after year after year after year. And in that town, for those student athletes, this is a big opportunity for them. I'm a swimmer at this school. You know, we are 15 time national champions run us some money to advertise for your uh, Dairy Queen. And and see, that's where I think most of the money is going to be. I think most of the money is going to be on that small level like that where they're going to give this kid, they're going to give you $500 a month. The local mom and pop, uh, local mom and pop bar, the local mom and pop uh, diner or something, they're going to give this kid you know, two fifty a month or two fifty a week. You know, I don't th- those million dollar contracts that people are dreaming about. That's 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 going to be rare. That's going to be extremely extremely rare. And I'm talking about starting quarterback at the University of Alabama. Rare. You know that that's what that's what that's going to be. You know, but hey, but those five hundred dollars a month here and there. Yeah, oh yeah, kids gonna eat. And here's the thing: the NCAA could have avoided all of this. They could have avoided or at least pushed this off for another 20 years. If 10 years ago or 20 years ago or whatever, before, uh, what's the O'Bannon? Charles O'Bannon or Ed O'Bannon? It was Ed. It was Ed O'Bannon. Ed O'Bannon. When that thing first came to light, if the NCAA said, okay, we're going to give every student athlete $500 a month. If they would have said that, if they would have said we're gonna give every student athlete five hundred dollars a month, they would. This would have never came to light. At so here's the here's the thing years. now. Here's the thing now, and I I absolutely agree with that slide. And for the record, I will say the NCAA is made up of it's a it's a voluntary membership organization. So mm-hmm. the folks who make the rules are the membership. So that's the yeah. schools, the conferences, and those people. Uh, but but here's the thing, Un- the, the federal government now at this point needs to come in and say, we're going to have a uniform piece of legislation because yeah. we can't have 21 states that have pieces of legislation. The rest of the states don't. And so now we got to figure out what this looks like. We need the federal government and the NTAA president went before the federal government to say, y'all need to do something to say, here's what it's going to be across the board so that it's fair right because that's what matters to people these days is fairness even though we know life ain't fair but what's fair across the board and and the federal government's gonna have to step in now and say here's a a uniform piece of legislation that covers and governs all 50 states and the international institutions who compete in the NCAA 
because here's, here's going to be the one thing. You know, you're going to have a state like, especially your southern states. When it comes to football, Alabama's going to be wide open. Texas, Texas, so, they're going to be wide open. You can Texas pay, ain't going to care. <laughs> you can pay this kid whatever you want, but you're going to have Maine or Rhode Island going to say, well, no, we believe in amateurism. We're not going to allow student athletes to, to be paid, you know. And so it's, that's where that you're right. They do need a federal governing body to come in and say, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what we need to do. So, uh, so yeah. So I guess in full disclosure, we'll say that I am an NCAA employee. So I'll just throw that in there. So that people don't think there's any conflict of interest in this conversation. Yeah, because I see you with the new bin, with the new bins. I know you're working in NCAA. You got that that good money. I don't have a bin. I don't have a bin. That? New Beamer or something. That new Beamer. I see you flexing on Instagram. You got that NCAA. Don't do this in front of all your listeners. Hey, there you go with that shade again. There you go. Hey. No shade. We don't need the Rip 28ers to come after you. <laughs> we don't they need like a, the beehive. The riptide. We don't need the riptide. Is that what we call them? The riptide? <laughs> no, it's the rip 28ers. No, I like the riptide. I like the riptide better. Whatever. I'm with the rip 28ers. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yes, we wish. <laughs> well, check this, man. We, we're talking about making money and the potential to make money and all of that, man. My thing is, I'm curious. I saw a meme going around, and I, I want to try to pull this meme up. I want to try to pull this meme up and we can figure out who could really make money. You know, who's going to really make money if this whole NCAA thing was to ever happen. And um, I'm really curious. I saw this meme right here and they say, uh, boom, boom, once this thing comes down off the top of the screen, who do you think would have made the most cash with the new NIL rules, and they have a picture for our listeners. Brian Bosworth, everybody remember the boss, Deion Sanders, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, or Reggie Bush. Who would have made the most money? I'll go with you, BZ. I'm going to go with Primetime. You know what, Prime? I'm going to say for the simple fact that he was the best one out out of them all, so he has a, a upper hand and he knew how to market himself. You play good, you look good, you play good. You play good, they pay good. Okay. That was okay. his quote. So I'm going with prime time. What about you, Kyle? You know, I'm I hate to say this, but I actually agreed with something that Sylvester said. I hate a, to say this. I'm a, <laughs> I hate to say this. It's the thing but, recording recording. <laughs> But when I look at this list, so we have Bosworth, Tebow, Prime, Reggie Bush. And we're talking about at the time that they played, at right? At the time that they played. You got a Southern Christian quarterback in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And at the time that he played, they would look. People would have been falling over themselves trying to get Tim Tebow to advertise for them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you. I hate to agree with this fool. But Take I, a bow. But, because here's the thing, LeBron, prime, look good, feel good, play good. But that he would have only made money in South Florida because nobody outside of South Florida or like the, the freaking, uh, what's that commercial? Panhandle. <laughs> The, the maybe the panhandle, maybe like he was too brash, he was too in your face, he had a jerry curl in 1988. He was too, dare I say, black for people to give him a lot of money to advertise for them. Only, only in Duval, only in no, no, you are you got to think about as a business owner. You You're right. Know That's what I'm thinking of. Hold on, hold on. You don't give a damn about how black Dion is. What? Oh, we're not, we gonna we're not talking in. about 2021. We're talking about I, when I, Prime I was Prime. We talking about 19. <laughs> you say only in Duval. 
87 Deion Sanders. We talking about prime time. Now, everybody on everybody on this podcast, if Deion was selling it back then, we would have brought it. But we are not a reflection of the world. Let's be and, honest. And our our buying power at the time <laughs> is not what it was now. We weren't the culture then. No. We are the culture now. And if, if he were himself right now, without question, we'd be all over it. But we're talking about back when he was in school. Yeah. yeah. We weren't the culture then. Dion ain't make no money to Dion shaped his. Well, he made money, but he ain't make no real money, no national money. Till he shaved the Jerry curl. Let me be honest. He got a haircut. You know, and, and this is the thing about this is the thing about Dion. We're talking about nineteen, and this is what people refuse to believe or refuse to look at. It is nineteen eighty seven, Dion. All right, black people as a whole, like Shauna said, we weren't the culture. Now hip hop is the culture. Now it's cool to be black. In nineteen eighty seven. White people wasn't buying stuff that black people was advertising. Y'all forget O.J. Simpson was the first black person to have a national commercial to be a national spokesman. You remember when he was running through the airport? I don't know if that was for Hertz. For Hertz. Hertz. When O.J. Simpson was running through the airport for Hertz. And that was in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? And that's clean cut O.J. who everybody loved back then. Before That was was pre-stabbing O.J. You know what I'm saying? That's early OJ. So, and he was the first, first, first black person to be a national spokesman for a major company. All right. And that's because he, at the time, presented himself as racially ambiguous. He Mm -hmm. was not threatening to white people. He was not black. He's OJ. (laughs) So so what y'all saying is today, primetime would. Yeah, today. Of course, today everybody loved Dion. Yeah, now. But I, I don't know if I, I, I still think Tim, Tim Tebow still would have a market. I don't, I don't know if it'll be as cut. Now, I think primetime is more marketable, right? Because his personality, right? But but the question was, if in their when they played, when who they played, most money. Oh, okay, yeah, in yeah. NIL. Yeah. When they play, so, yeah, I'm just saying, y'all, y'all were saying now. I'm just. Oh no, Tebow yeah. is still getting money now because these conservative yeah. Christians. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm about to say. Yeah. All of yeah. them will get money now. All of them. All of them. All of them would. And here's the thing: I think it's not Brian Bosworth because he was an addict. Like he was deep down addict. So I, I think yeah, Bosworth, yeah, but he was if, if, if you that, take that advertisement, if you take if you take this that mean, and I know this is sacrilegious. But Dion would make the le- the least amount of money out of all of them at that time, and this is why I say that. This is why I say this. At the time they played, Johnny Manziel was a, was a lot later. Johnny Manziel was in that 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 attitude era, so Johnny would have made money off his attitude because he was the he was he was first of all he was in Texas. He's a white quarterback in Texas, so he's gonna make money. Anyone the Heisman, anyone the Heisman. Run him his money. He beat Alabama. He had that brash attitude. He had that attitude that the black folk like. He had the attitude that the young young white folk like. Hey, man, Johnny Manziel would have made money. He would have came in two behind Tebow. All right? Three and four, I say Reggie Bush because Reggie Bush, he, he, was, in, he was in Los Angeles. You know, he was in the land of the stars. He was a star. And he wasn't no threatening negro he wasn't he wasn't a threatening negro he was you know he was a nice clean-cut guy reggie bush would have made money boss that attitude era boss was a tough white punk rocker guy boss would have made more money than dion at the time all i'm saying is at the time america wasn't checking for dion and I, that it is what it is and i hate to say it because i love dion i love prime you know what I'm saying? I brought must be the money. You know what I'm saying? I, I own the I own the tape. You know, hey, <laughs> hey man, Prime wouldn't have did it, man. Prime wouldn't have been the one back in the day. That's my two cents on that subject. <laughs> well, it sounds more like ten cents to me, but go ahead. Well, that's because I'm an expensive dude. Oh, I'm a baller. <laughs> I'm a baller. What is? But yeah, man, it, it would really would be interesting to see what these people could make or what these people will make, man, with, with this money, man. I, 
I got to get Cam, get his Instagram followers up. I ain't even getting him on the field. I just need my son to get get some Instagram followers, get his brand going. Let him get a TikTok or something going. I can say, Daddy, Daddy ain't got no retirement fund. I'm counting on you, big man. I'm counting on you. So, oh, well, should be interesting. Should be interesting. You know, um, we got a little bit more time, man, before we get out of here, man. There's something else going on big in the sporting world. I guess this is going to be all sport, all sport uh, uh, episode, but we can't get out of here without talking about Miss Richardson. And I don't want to say her name wrong. So, LeBron, say her first name right. Put respect. Shakari. Shakari Richardson. Put some respect on her name. But, That's right. as you have all heard, she has uh, been suspended for 30 days for testing positive for marijuana. And not only with that 30 day suspension, what happens with that? Well, first of all, she uh, ran at the Olympic trials. She won the 100-meter uh, heat, a 100-meter race, and she qualified for the Olympics. But shortly after that, she tested positive for marijuana. Now, with that positive test, she acquired a 30-day ban, and it wiped out the time that she ran in the Olympic trials. So everybody moved up a spot, and she went home. Now, there was a actual, um, she had a possibility that she still could go to the Olympics as a member of the relay team because her suspension would be over by then. But the uh, U.S. Olympic Committee decided not to uh, select her as a member of the relay team, and now she won't be going to the Olympics. So how do y'all feel about that? What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP 28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www dot unique smiles by tony.com to see all the services offered or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments while you're there check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop the unique lip balm electric and sonic toothbrushes unique smiles charcoal toothpaste teeth whitening gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Unique Smiles by Tony. Everybody don't jump in at once. Somebody got an opinion. What? Yeah, uh it's a it's unfortunate. Um you hate to see somebody with that talent not be able to compete and all that training going to waste and she gotta wait uh, a couple of years before she got to actually uh show her talent again and yeah, it, but at the same time you you hate I, I don't wanna say it, but the rules are you know, Biden just actually made a statement. It's on Yahoo's uh, main page, but the rules are what the rules are. Like, and so you you would have hoped that they would have made an exception for her, but if they made an exception for her, they would have to make an exception for all other players. And so, um, and, and, and so hopefully, out of this whole situation, the rules actually change, if if anything, um, uh, from this whole thing that happened. But um, but yeah, it's sad to see that happen happen for her. Well, you know, man, you know, I've been 21. I've been 21, and I did some dumb shit that 21-year-olds do. But I was never a world-class Olympic athlete. And being a world's biggest stage, you weren't preparing for the world's biggest stage. But being a world-class Olympic athlete, I know. I'm not a world-class Olympic athlete, but I know that Olympic athletes get tested. 
I know they get tested all the time. And if you know you're going to get tested, there's no way around getting tested after you run that race. How come you just can't give up weed for a month? You know? It, it, it wasn't. But look what happened to her. When her mother died, you don't know what kind of headspace she was in. I'm not making an excuse or or minimizing what she did, but stress and 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 trauma affects everybody differently. Whereas you may be mature enough to say, all right, I'm preparing for X, Y, and Z. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know her case. Um, I just wish I could have seen her run to really show her talent. And I don't think the 100 meter dash winner should feel like they really won. Oh, well, right. let's so, stop. Let's on, stop on, right on. there. <laughs> please, 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 please laugh. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Break, couple, couple things. Couple things here. Um, I, I really appreciate the fact that she went on TV and accepted responsibility for what she did. Shout out to the homeboy. Uh, yep. Craig Correct. Melvin. She, she went on today's show. Uh, here's, here's what I did. I'm accepting that responsibility. I, I think she did that better than a lot of older people, right? There are people who are older than her who, who don't take responsibility that well. Um, and I'm, I, I am the last person to sit in judgment of anybody. So my mother passed away. And before that, my brother passed away. When my brother passed away, I indulged because I needed something that was going to take the edge off me. I needed something that was going to help me sleep. So again, recognizing that a traumatic loss can put you in places where you don't necessarily know that it is. Now I'm going to say this, and this probably is going to like set some stuff off with some people. But I, one of the things that was, that struck me as unique was when she was talking about it, she said, my biological mother passed away. And the only time that I hear people say that mm. is when and if they might not have had a good relationship with that person. So when people say my biological mother passed away, they either didn't grow up with that mother, they weren't raised by that mother or something along those lines. So I just found that interesting. Um, mm-hmm. the, and and so again, I, I ain't here to pass judgment on nobody. So when she says, you know, I found out that my biological mother passed away in an interview from a reporter. That's jarring, I'm sure. Like Sly, never been on the world's biggest stage or preparing for the world's biggest stage of the Olympics. And and I think that at some point you just, you gotta, we gotta extend grace to people, right? We have to extend that grace and say, I, don't, I can't even imagine or put myself in those shoes and try to figure it out. But let's be real, Shelly Ann Fraser Price yeah. and them Jamaicans, these numbers that they putting up are ridiculous. So I ain't even going to say that whoever wins the 100 should feel like they weren't challenged. Because even in the Jamaican trials, their numbers were faster than every number <laughs> we put up in the U.S. trials. Exactly. Her winning time, her winning time would have came in fifth in, in, fifth in Jamaica. In Jamaica. And that's just trials, and she could have been holding back. And, and you never know what, what's going to happen, you know, when you get to the race. But I, I, I hesitate to say whoever wins should be like, man, there's an asterisk <laughs> by my win. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> them, them Jamaicans, hey, that's, that's proof. They, they out there doing it. I wonder if they smoke. <laughs> I wonder if they they Olympic requirements different than America. <laughs> <laughs> so may, maybe the weed might not have. Timing of testing. I think it's the timing of the testing that's the issue, not whether or not they do it. Well, my thing is my thing is though, if you are, I, I've never ran track and field, but you know I know that they test after every race. Yeah, I know they slide, slide knowing that they test and trying to skirt it and get around it is two different things that's what she probably tried to do so and which a lot of athletes do that right they know they test they know they test on a certain date and but have y'all seen that meme that said this these new age dealers like back in the day day, they'd be like nah you get ready for the olympics we're not gonna let you do this but but you you, but here's 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 my thing man to be a high-level athlete, to be an athlete of that caliber on that level, 
you have to be you have to have discipline. You have to have discipline. And what that showed her smoking was a lack of discipline. Now, her mom died. I mean, I know it's tough. I know it's tough. But but once again, you know, she, she put that by a lot. I felt bad till I heard her say my biological mom. And, that you know, and she said she found out from a reporter, you know, uh, you know, how close was you with this lady? I don't, I don't know. You know, you, you, I can't say because I don't know the chick. I don't know a situation. But you still have to have a certain level of discipline. And I commend, I commend the girl because she came out and said, hey, I messed up. I was wrong. What bothers me is all these Facebook people sitting up here talking about, oh, no, we're going we, we gonna to boycott the Olympics. All right, you boycott the Olympics. What about the 1,500 other black people, the, all the other black people in there? You're going to boycott the Olympics because of one weed head? Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. Well, hold on. I, I think that they had a, a, a compilation of things, so it was – you know, what they thought was unfair with this treatment of Shakari, even though folks knew what the rules were. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the the articles about them banning the, the larger swim caps that would accommodate the the people of, you know, of Afro descent who had larger hair. The, the, the International Olympic Committee said, no, y'all can't wear these swim caps. And I think that was just a, a case of, you know, Sometimes people looking for stuff, right? And they 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 feel like y'all got y'all are out to get the black or the people of African descent. Y'all out to get them and trying to eliminate them from the Olympics. So I think that that's where these people were coming from. I'm not one of those people because I think that there are, are are far more you know people of color who are representing our country and other countries who I'm a root for. So I wouldn't want the people say I was gonna boycott, but the folks who haven't said. It looks like they stacked up against us, so we're not going to stand for it. We're going to boycott. Wasn't last month we all black girl proud about the, uh, the the gymnast chick turning all the flips and being the GOAT? First of all, Simone Biles, I'm going to need you to put some respect on her name. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for, real bad, for real. I need you to put some respect yeah. on Simone Biles' name. Thank you. Bruh, but, but, here, but here it is. But here, but it's, it's, it, you know, that that's a good point. I'm like everybody else in America. Nobody care about the Olympics till the time till it comes. Nobody care about the Olympics till the until the Olympics comes. That's when people care about the Olympics as a whole. As a whole, that's when people care about this. So when the Olympics start, I'm gonna be right there with Simone Biles, watching her flip and tumble and do all the stuff that I can't do. I'm gonna be sitting there right there watching. But so I don't when know it's if over with, this, but Tokyo just went to like level two because oh, there are cases of, of yeah, COVID. I saw that, I saw and, that. and so you know your cousins have said, "Uh oh, look at the gods getting this stuff together." So the Olympics can't go off because <laughs> they're managing to eliminate or alleviate some black folks from participating. I'm a boycott the Olympics because Serena ain't going. There you go. Well, I don't know. Serena like white men, so. She ain't been right ever since she bleached the skin and took that picture. She been taking First it. First of all, don't do it. She had a bad makeup artist. It was a bad makeup job. Hey, don't do this. Look here. She had to hit post on that picture. She had to hit. She had. I've been on IG once or twice. <laughs> I posted a picture on IG. They were some pictures of me. I said, hey, that's not a very good representation of me. So I'm not going to hit okay. <laughs> I'm not going to hit okay. She looked at that picture and said, damn, I look good. <laughs> she looked at that picture and said, damn, I look good. She's the only person in America who looked at that picture and said, damn, I look good. Let me hit okay. Hold on, I, ain't, I didn't see that picture. I'm oh, come on. Oh. The internet is here. Please, please hold, the internet please is here. <laughs> Don't do it, Sean. Don't Bro, do you, it. You, you saw it? Yeah, oh, saw it, she, she looked like, like, <laughs> like Marlon Wings on white shit. Oh, that's what you beat me to it. You beat me to it. She look like She looked like Marlon Wayans on white chick. Here you go. Oh man, Jamal. How, how could you have not seen this picture, Jamal? Oh my goodness. You see this right here? Uh, <laughs> oh Lord. 
You saw that? Let me. Oh God, the Jasmine brand don't let you look at this shit. Oh, come on! It's a, again, it's a it's a bad makeup job. I don't know what the hell it is. It ain't right. It's a bad makeup job. It ain't right. But here go the thing. She. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, she shouldn't have. She, she didn't. Shouldn't have put that out there. Bruh, she looked at that picture before she put it on. She said, hey, I look good. I look fly. She did that. Well, well, maybe maybe her husband 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 told her he liked the pictures, and maybe that hyped her up, and she thought she decided to post it. I don't know. Somebody had to see that before she posted that. That's you don't have no fucking friends. You don't have no friends. You don't have. If you saw me like that, Brian, what would you do to me? First I'll take, of all, I'll take your phone. Like First of all, <laughs> you don't want to know what. First of all, don't do this. Um, how would you hey, treat don't do me? This in front of our listeners. Don't do this in front of our listeners. Now. Thank you. Don't you do this in front of all these listeners. Oh uh, man, 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 you ain't gonna do it, Sly. I ain't worried about it. Man, you know what I'm saying, man, man, you better get get out of here, man. I love Serena, and everybody who know me know I done loved Serena for a long time. I done been wanting to be the meat in a Williams sister sandwich for a long time, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I love me some Serena and Venus. Come on, well, ooh, she let me down on that one, boy. She, Once she go white, she ain't right, boy. I tell you. That you want to be the burnt ends in their sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to be the meat in the middle of a Williams sister the sandwich. Burnt <laughs> she wouldn't even have to change her last name. She married me. See, we good. We would have been good. Oh, well. Think of the beautiful brown babies we would have had. Me and Serena. Brown whale. Anyway. Brutal, beautiful big brown babies we would have had. Yeah, you got the big part, right? <laughs> um, oh, you got enough black dog would take any brown. We so you good. We would have had good, some bro. some prime athletes. You know what I'm saying? It's like how? Come on, you five foot five. First of all, <laughs> first, first, first of all, first of all, you talking about prime athletes? <laughs> first of all, I am five eleven and one quarter. A lot of kids. You ain't no 5'11". You ain't ever seen 5'11". 5'11 and 1 quarter. We can look at the length of your neck and kill you. 5'11 and 1 quarter. You ain't never seen 5'11". You ain't never seen 5'11". First of all, all of you people. First of all, first of all, I hate to be this guy. I hate to be this I hate to be this guy. I hate to be that guy. I don't know. But but here we go. Here we go right here. First of all, I am. You people, you people are haters. You people are haters. Now, how long have I known you? I met you playing. Well, I met you. You met you was in the fourth or the fifth grade. Uh, fourth so grade. That's about. The... I was about in third grade when we started playing up at St. Andrews Park or so, right? Mm-hmm. And that's about what almost thirty something years. Yeah. So ever since I known you, you ain't had no niggas. So <laughs> we ain't finna start like I just found it just off. The Boo, you heard you heard the studio audience. You heard the studio audience. They hey, did not I'll like it. That. Hey, I'll take that to look at my panel. The studio <laughs> audience did not like that. The studio <laughs> audience did not like that that attack on my character. Oh man, my bad slide. Well, look at that, man. Well, check this out, man. We're getting close to the time, man. We're getting close to the time, man. It's been another great episode of the Rip 28 podcast, man. We're gonna have to leave. On these foolish lies LeBron out here spitting, man. JK, <laughs> JK, Doc, man, you got anything you need to say, man, before we get out of here? Nah, I just need to let listeners know it is Thursday afternoon, and Shut you the know, fuck. I gotta go to work. Nah, good talk, man. Hey, it's always good to catch up with y'all. Oh, Lord, we have to hit the mute on this fool, man. Beasy, man. You got anything to say before we get out of here, Beasy? 
All I'm going to say is, when we get together for this retreat, you better hope your father-in-law is somewhere close. <laughs> That's all I'm going to tell you, Jawan. But no, nah, and it's always good getting together with the fellas and the ladies. Miss Rashana C., it's always good to see you. But, uh, man, y'all have a great rest of your week and do your thing, man. Cobb, you got anything to say before we get out of here? As always, <laughs> love on your people. Life comes at you fast, so make sure you let the people that you love know that you love them. Appreciate y'all having me. All right, Shauna. It is always a pleasure having Shauna on here to talk with us, man. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs>